Today, I'd like to start with a question. How are you doing? How are you doing? I carry all of you very much in my heart, especially these last several weeks and months. I pray for you a lot, as I hope you also pray for me. But I've been listening to you and people outside the parish, talking with my family, with many of my friends. And we all realize that life can be hard, that life can be a real struggle, and we can face any number of trials and hardships. The challenges that come with, with marriage, with raising a family, and raising a family in times like ours is not easy from what I hear from moms and dads. We've gone through some difficult times in the church, in our local church. And as I listen to people, there are a lot of people that are troubled and they're worried <clears throat> about our present political situation. Some people are just very angry, frustrated, disheartened, feeling helpless in wanting to make things better. How are you doing? Whatever you feel at this time, whatever is difficult in your life or in mine, as I was praying for inspiration for this weekend, and when it comes to inspiration, you can't turn that on like a switch, although some days I wish I could. But as I was just kind of waiting on the Lord, I sat in, a, in an open field that had just been harvested and just waiting on the Lord to give me inspiration. Lord, what do you want to say this weekend? And the words from the letter of Paul to the Thessalonians just jumped right off the page. May the Lord encourage and strengthen your hearts. We often, throughout our life, need the Lord to encourage us so that we do not lose hope. And we need the Lord to strengthen our hearts so that together you and I can persevere through the trials and the hardships that we face in our life. And it's so beautiful to see our Lord doing that with his own disciples. I love reading in the Gospel of John those words of Jesus at the Last Supper. And he knew that his disciples were going to be entering a time 
that was going to be very difficult. <clears throat> and he said, in this world, you will have trials. You will have tribulation. And then he said, but take heart, be of good courage, because I have overcome the world. And just before that, he said to these fearful disciples, don't let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Put your faith also in me. And then those encouraging words, he reminded them that we never place our hope in this world. Never. So he said, in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. And I want you to remember that as you go through the difficult moments of life. May the Lord encourage and strengthen your hearts. This is exactly what this dear mother did with her seven sons that we read about in the second book of Maccabees. It would be wonderful because we only got part of the story. If you and I could today, after our pancakes and sausage breakfast, after that half-pound burger, that we go home and we read the rest of this story. It is the most edifying, encouraging moment in the Old Testament. This mother is witnessing the death of her seven sons who are arrested because of their faith. They, like us, we're living in very troubling times. And politically, it was very troubling. The king at that time was very... What's the word I'm looking for? Hostile to faith. And now, they are given the choice of denying their faith or being executed. And this mother, as I know any mother would, she encourages her sons to not forfeit their faith, which is the most important gift they have, which is worth even their life. And how does she encourage them? With hope in the promise of future glory, and resurrection. Not to put their hope in this world because many times throughout the history of Israel and the history of the church, rulers, kings, and those in authority thought they could manipulate Christians to give up their faith by threatening to take away the goods of this world or to offer, to, to seduce them with offering them goods of the world. And every time the martyrs 
God bless them. No thanks. You can have your goods. I put my hope in God and a future glory. St. Paul did the same thing with the early Christians as they were going through trials and tribulations. He said once, I count the sufferings of the present to be nothing, absolutely nothing compared to the glory that is to be revealed that I keep my eyes fixed upon. This is why I love those words in the letter to the Hebrews. It says, let us persevere in running the race that is set before us, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him, what joy is that? The joy of his resurrection and glory with the Father, who for the sake of this joy endured the cross and despised its shame. May the Lord encourage and strengthen our hearts. This is why I love the image of the church as a ship that is going through this life on stormy seas. And we have the certainty that this ship, the, the church that Christ founded, is going to reach those heavenly shores because Jesus Christ is our captain. And no matter how stormy life can get, no matter how disheartened we may be with the reality that we see before us, we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. This is where we throw our anchor. And what do Christians do in difficult times? How do they respond? We become more people of prayer. We become people of the Word. And we become people of the Eucharist. And we cling to our faith. This is our anchor in the storm. This is our hope. As the world around us is looking less and less like the gospel. And who knows what trials await us in the future. But with you, I am casting my anchor in Jesus Christ. This is where I put all of my hope, not in politics, not in economic systems or security, and not in social systems. I put my hope in Jesus Christ and the promise that he will safely guide us and his church 
to those heavenly shores. What scripture passage are you going to use in these weeks and months and years ahead that can be like a pillar of strength that we can lean upon? I know many people like Psalm 23. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you, God, are there at my side. With your rod and your staff, you give me comfort and courage. Maybe you have a favorite scripture passage. This is the time to really cling to our faith. The time to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. And then we'll be ready for whatever lies ahead. Amen.